Jesus Christ is the Lamb slain before the foundations of the earth. In this study, God's Redemption Timeline, we discover that eternal God enters time so that He can redeem fallen man. The coming of Jesus Christ was not an emergency plan, but an eternal one. In this study, Evangelist Scott Pauley will encourage us to celebrate God's redemptive work accomplished by the Lord Jesus Christ. Someone has correctly said that the heart of the Bible contains the heart books. If you go to the middle of your, your scriptures, you're going to be probably in the poetic section of the Old Testament probably somewhere in the Psalms, and in the heart of the Bible, in the very center, the middle of it all, you have these books that go to the deepest need of man, that go to to the heart cry of every human being and the ability of God alone to meet those deep needs. It's no surprise then that in the Psalms there is a tremendous emphasis on redemption. Remember, uh, from from the garden forward, men were beginning to understand they needed a redeemer. Uh, their, their heart cried out that someone would do for them what they could never do for themselves. I would challenge you to, to take your Bible, to take your book of Psalms, and just walk through it. Uh, listen to the psalmist cry in Psalm 69, 18, Draw nigh unto my soul and redeem it. Uh, Psalm 72, verse 14, He shall redeem their soul from deceit. Uh, Psalm 130, verse number 8, He shall redeem Israel from all his troubles. Psalm 31, verse 5, Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God. Psalm 71, 23, uh, My soul which thou hast redeemed. Psalm 74, verse 2, The inheritance which thou hast redeemed. Psalm 77, 15, God has redeemed with his arm his people. Psalm 106, verse number 10, Redeem them from the hand of the enemy. Psalm 107, verse 2, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Psalm 136, verse 24, He has redeemed us from our enemies. Psalm 19, verse 14, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Psalm 34, verse 22, The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. Psalm 103, verse 4, Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Are you getting the point that the Psalms are full of the redemption message? That means that David and all of those who were inspired of the Holy Spirit to write these beautiful songs sang about redemption. It means that hundreds and hundreds of years uh, after God began revealing himself as the Redeemer, uh, this was at the heart and soul of their understanding of what it meant to be delivered, what it meant to truly be saved. With that in mind, I want to bring you today to one psalm. Though there are many psalms, let's zero in on one. It's Psalm 49 because Psalm 49, I think, is one of the greatest songs of redemption you'll find anywhere. It's an amazing psalm. Uh, Let's begin our reading in verse number 5. Wherefore, Psalm 49, verse 5, Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil when the iniquity of my heels shall compass me about? You know what your heels are? That's what follows along behind you, you see. You ever feel like your past is trailing you? You ever feel like sin, old memories, great failures are nipping at your heels? You ever feel like the enemy is hot on your trail and you're surrounded by all of this? Listen to verse 6. They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them 
can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. Do you hear the connection here between redemption and ransom? Remember, to, to redeem is to buy, to pay for, to purchase in full, to pay the price. Uh, hear what he says. Your riches cannot purchase your salvation. Listen, my friend, I don't care how wealthy you get. If you hit all of your goals and exceed them a hundred times over, you can't buy peace. You can't buy peace with God, and you can't buy the peace of God. That has to be given to you. Now, that is not by your riches. That's by God's redemption and his riches alone. Now, Psalm 49 verse 8 goes on, and it's in parenthesis. I'm glad even God's parentheses are inspired. It says, for the redemption of their soul is precious, and it ceaseth forever. You see, every soul needs to be redeemed, and it's precious. It's priceless. You can't put a price tag. Hear Jesus say, what would a man give in exchange for his soul? We read on, that he should still live forever and not see corruption. For he seeth that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the brutish person perish and leave their wealth to others. The inward thought is that their houses shall continue forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not. He is like the beasts that perish. This their way is their folly, yet their posterity approve their sayings. Selah. Let's pause and think on this just for a moment. Everybody's going to die. You're going to die. If the Lord Jesus tarries his coming, his return for the church, I'm going to die. We're all going to die. And when you die, the only thing that's going to matter is this. Has your soul been redeemed? Do you have a real relationship with God through Jesus Christ? Have your sins been forgiven? No amount of money or accomplishment, no amount of status or position in this world can purchase that for you. You see, the the ransom that's paid is not physical, it's spiritual. It's not paid with money, it's purchased in blood. It's not material, it's eternal. This is the work of our great Redeemer. He goes on, verse 14, Like sheep they are laid in the grave, death shall feed on them, and the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning, and their beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me, Selah. Basically, there's only two groups of people. There are the redeemed and those who are not redeemed. Those who are not redeemed are going to die. Their bodies are going to be consumed. Their material wealth is going to be given to others and their soul is going to be separated from God forever. That's what he describes in Psalm 49, verse number 14. And what a sad, depressing outlook. Can you imagine living with no hope and dying without God? But, verse 15, God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Here's the redeemed. The redeemed are those who've had their souls redeemed by God who've entered into this redemptive relationship. And I love this, from the power of the grave. We'll come to this more uh, later in our study, but eventually even your body's going to be redeemed. I love this. Uh, he redeems your soul. He redeems your spirit, the inner man, the invisible part of you. Be very sure of this. Someday even the body is going to be redeemed. It means this, uh, that though you may take your last breath here, that's not the end of you. And though your body may corrupt and die, uh, you're not really going to die. You're going to live forever because you have eternal life through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. I love this phrase, he shall receive me. 
we receive him on the day of our salvation. He receives us in verse number 15 of Psalm 49 on the day that we enter into his presence forever. May I ask, would you like to go into God's presence forever? Would you like to be received in that place someday to be uh, those that are part of those within, not those without? Yes, yes, yes. Well, then you must receive him. By simple faith, you must receive Christ as your Redeemer. There's a lot of redemptive truths in Psalm 49. I wish you'd meditate on them today. Uh, There is the truth that your soul must be redeemed. Every man's soul must be redeemed. There is the truth that no man can redeem your soul. You can't do this for you, and no one else can do this for you. And ultimately, there is the great truth, and that is that God will redeem your soul, Uh, that Christ is able and willing to save all who come to him through faith. Settle it today, friend. Drive a stake a mile deep in the ground that you are one of the Lord's redeemed. And when you do that, you have his presence now, but you have so much to look forward to in the future. In the words of the psalmist, Selah, think on this. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for investing in the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. This is a listener-supported program. If you feel led to partner with us, please visit enjoyingthejourney.org where you may securely make a one-time investment or set up a recurring gift. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.